Indie Media. Firstly, Gronya, while many may be aware of the Save Billia Wetlands campaign and the extension of Row 8, many are seemingly still unaware of the extent of the, uh, the Row 8 and Row 9 extension and the many social and environmental impacts. Can you firstly outline what exactly the state government is proposing? I wish I could, actually, because the state government hasn't given us a clear indication of what they are proposing. But in broad terms, Row 8, as you've said, um, is a, a very significant six-lane freeway through the Belia wetlands, which may well and likely will have significant effect on um, the, the bird life and the, the, plant life, the plant life and the whole biosystem. But once the, the road reaches North Lake Road, um, it, it'll head north um, and hit Leach Highway head, and then head towards Fremantle. So when we say road, this is going to be a road for heavy vehicles, larger than we've currently got operating on Leach Highway, up to 36 metre long road trains is what we're talking about. So it won't just be a road, it'll be a very high grade road and they'll have to have enormous walls on each side of the road to stop the noise from impacting on everybody who lives nearby. So it's going to be a really monolithic structure. Now, there has been very little community consultation about uh, the proposed Row 8 and Row 9 extensions. Uh, in fact, I've actually heard from locals on High Street that the very first they heard of the widening of High Street as a part of the project was when people from your group Rethink the Link were door knocking in the area. Why do you believe that there's been so little community consultation? I think it comes back to the whole lack of process generally. So if you think back to the 2014 federal budget... At that, just before the budget, as far as we all knew, um, the state government was planning light rail for, for the Perth area and, and Perth Freight Link was just not on the agenda. And then suddenly, out of the blue, Tony Abbott said, I'm going to send a billion dollars for the Perth Freight Link. Um, and that scuttled the plans that were already underway for um, upgrading High Street in Fremantle. And suddenly, uh, the state government and uh, the federal government as well had to put in place or, or scamper, really, to try and put in place some planning for this Perth Freight Link because the money was going to be coming down the pipeline. So they had done some um, community consultation about the high street planning, but all of that suddenly was irrelevant because the plans were dumped. And... Uh, some of our door knockers actually came back with some feedback from people they spoke to, one of whom is an engineer. And he said that the company he is involved with actually pulled out of the um, expressions of interest process because it was too rushed to do a good job. So that gives you an indication that the government, in a way, they can't tell us what they're doing because they don't know yet. Um, but they've allocated funding for it and they've decided that it's a good idea to do it even though they don't know precisely what they're doing. So I suppose one of the big issues that I have is this is an enormous amount of money and the impact on the community, both um, those who have the, the freeway running past their properties and those who 
miss all of us really who miss out on seeing the you know pristine Belia wetlands in their current condition. We're all going to sacrifice something, and yet the process has been really lacking. I think if, if this was a really good idea, this road, if it was really needed and it was economically a good decision, then the government would be able to lay out their argument to us to say, this has got to happen. That hasn't happened. Um, and it just leaves a whole lot of question marks about um, the credibility of the decision to go ahead with Perth Freight Link. Indeed. Now, the group you're from, Rethink the Link, are really pushing to move more freight to rail. And perhaps it's a, a little bit cynical of me, but it, that seems like the most obvious option. And, and instead, we're in a situation where the Barnett government are ostensibly building roads for uh, trucking companies. You know, uh, it's, it's not of me to say whether that's because Barnett has uh, friends in the trucking industry or not. But it seems like this is a, a real sort of almost a personal um, issue or a personal vendetta for the, the Barnett government to have this push through, despite the cost. There, there is obviously a lot of opposition there. And, and are you receiving, I guess, uh, a lot of feedback from people in the community that uh, you know, are quite concerned about this as you're doing your door knocking? Oh, yeah. I haven't personally door knocked, but I've worked with um, and spoken with the people who've been out. And what they say is very few people are actually aware before we turn up to tell them about it, um, about the scope of what's planned. Um, but within a few minutes of saying, well, you know, here's what has been said and here's what could be happening, um, a huge proportion, 90%-ish of people um, feel very strongly that this is not a great idea. And, you know, sometimes things happen, decisions are made by governments that we're not happy with, but if we can recognise that a good process was gone through, they considered all the options... They took expert advice, and although it doesn't, you know, it's not the best thing that, according to my own desires, we can live with it. But when the planning has been so shocking and the communication has been so absent, it just makes it very hard for people to accept that this is going to go ahead. We are speaking to Gronya from the Rethink the Link campaign group, and you're listening to Indie Media on RTRFM 92.1. Indie Media. Now, if Row 8 does go ahead, uh, and the Row 9, Row 8 extension, one option uh, is for it to join up with a revised version of the so-called Fremantle Eastern Bypass. It seems absurd to even be talking about that after years of living in Fremantle and the many campaigns against the Eastern Bypass. But it's uh, back on the books, and it would be in the form of a tunnel uh, passing under Hamilton Hill, Beaconsfield, and Whitecombe Valley before it uh, connects up to uh, the, the bridge. In fact, I think they'd have to build a new bridge over in North Fremantle on High Street. Uh, while little is known about the tunnel currently, I mean, what personally, what sort of impacts do you foresee uh, a massive tunnel like that having on Fremantle, on the Fremantle community? Um, look, it won't fix the problem that these heavy diesel vehicles are still going to be spewing out their diesel particulate. And I, I you know, I'm not an expert on these things, but I've done some reading and Around the year 2000, 2001, experts were already saying that Perth's air was uh, amongst the least um, pristine, uh, amongst the most unclean in Australia. So we haven't gone anywhere positive since then. Um, And to think that there's this enormous influx of heavy diesel vehicles 
through Fremantle will just be spewing out their their fumes um, is very troubling for someone for any of us. So we all we always we also know of course that just because it's in a tunnel doesn't or a tunnel is built doesn't mean that it's not going to affect the buildings on the top of the surface of the land. So we just don't know um, what damage would be done and whether it will save people's houses at all. Um, again, it's not a very satisfactory answer, I know, Ray, but the information that we're getting is not very satisfactory either. Well, there is a significant amount of opposition coming from the Greens in particular and also the ALP, as well as our local councils. The Liberal government seemingly is not shifting at all on the issue and despite the absurd cost, wishes to push ahead. What do you think it will actually take to stop the construction of these roads? I think people actually need to um, to say what they think. So to the Premier and to the Minister for Transport, Dean Nolder, and to their local MPs. I think people actually need to get vocal and say that they're not happy. Um, you know, this is going to be the biggest um, road infrastructure project in Western Australia's history, and it seems to be very shoddy. Um, so people need to stand up and say, I'm not happy, this is not good government. Um, because I actually I was talking to a doctor, a surgeon, just the other, the other day, and he said, look, I've been traditionally a Liberal voter, but, you know, some of this stuff just, it's common sense that you don't plan things this way. Um, and it's all very well for him to sort of say that to me or for us to chat about that in the you know, privacy of our own rooms. But people, I think, need to let the government know what they really think. So I hope people will do that. Um, occasionally the, the Premier's on the radio and people can ring up and just say, you know, what are you doing? Or um, I'm not happy. You don't actually have to be an expert in rail transport or freight transport or diesel particulates or anything like that. I think just as a citizen and a taxpayer, we deserve to have government making decisions that are not ba- not captain's calls, not Tony Abbott saying, I only build roads. You know, I've got this... Um, bias that says, as, as he has, we just we won't do freight rail um, or public transport. He'll only do roads. I mean, that's just, it's almost a religious, um, irrational bias. And I think as taxpayers, we're entitled to say, no, I'm not happy about that. So get vocal is what I'd say to people. And particularly in terms of the Rethink the Link campaign, if people are concerned, what is the best way for them to get involved in the uh, the campaign, not only to save Billia wetlands, but to oppose the uh, the whole project, the extension of Row 8 and Row 9? Uh, they can make contact with us through Facebook. So it's facebook.com and a forward slash Rethink the Link, or they can find us on Twitter. And um, we also have a web page, so rethinkthelink.org. Dot au that's org dot au and um, so if they can listen to in on the conversation and contribute to the conversation and they'll pick up opportunities for example we're going to do some fundraising very soon to print up some signage that people can put on their front fences um, for those who have fences and walls and for those who don't who can um, put signs in their lawns if they want and so we'll be looking for people to donate. 
other people who might be interested in being the sign ninjas who can head out into the suburbs and put those signs up on um, the properties of people who've said that they want them. Um, so, you know, things like that. Uh, and we're doing door knocking every weekend again. So we put notices out on Facebook about that. And even if you've never door knocked and even if you aren't sure what to say, we do have a little bit of training beforehand and um, we're just having conversations with people. So it's really not very scary. It's really quite fun. Um, and we'd welcome people to get involved.